When you consider the possibility that entities feed off our negative emotions, it comes of no surprise that there are often similarities with a lot of paranormal experiences. Many of the stories I find start with significant life events that seem to manifest entities or spirits hell-bent on derailing the people involved. Moving into a new home can be exciting, yet it does involve a good deal of stress. Bringing new members into a family can have wonderful benefits, but also come with a great deal of pressure for those involved. This next story follows similar life events that befell a woman and her family that led into some strange, unexplainable experiences. Welcome to Deliver Us. Mike and Julia Wilkinson were a couple living in upstate New York. They had a son, Brian, from Julia's previous marriage and a daughter, Heather, from Mike's previous marriage. Shortly after getting pregnant with their third child, they decided they needed to move into a bigger home. They found a house on the market that was surprisingly within their budget, considering its size and location. It wasn't long after moving in they became acquainted with the neighbours. Julia met an older lady who lived a few doors down, who didn't take too long to disclose the history of the house they had just moved into. According to her, the man who lived there before had murdered his pregnant wife in the home. This would obviously explain why they got the house at such a great price, but didn't deter the family from settling in. Mike was an atheist, so he didn't believe there was any cause for concern. Some months down the line and their daughter, Christina, is born. Shortly after returning home with the baby from the hospital, Mike has to travel for his work leaving Julia, the two kids, and her newborn baby alone in the house. It was their first night alone in the house, and Julia got the kids off to sleep and was eventually able to get herself off to bed. In the upstairs master bedroom, Julia had Christina sleeping in a bassinet next to one side of her bed, and the two family dogs sleeping on the other side. Brian and Heather, who were both five at the time, shared a bedroom located on the ground floor. Julia had only been asleep for a few hours, when suddenly she awoke to the sound of Christina screaming and the two dogs whimpering. This wasn't unfamiliar behaviour, but what was alarming to Julia was that she found herself unable to move to get out of bed to attend to her screaming baby. She felt as if there was an ice-cold block sitting on top of her, paralysing her whole body. The temperature in the whole room seemed to have dropped and as Julia lay there, she could feel the blankets on top of her beginning to slide off, as if someone at the end of her bed was pulling at them. Eventually, and with no explanation, the weight was gone, and she was able to move. She jumped up, wrapping Christina up in blankets and carried her down the stairs where she encountered Brian standing in his doorway crying about a man standing in his mirror. She takes the kids and is followed by the dogs down the stairs to the basement. As the entire house had dropped in temperature, the first thing Julia did was check the furnace. The pilot light was still on, so there was no rational reason as to why the temperature should be so low in the house. She grabs some candles and flashlights from the basement and takes the kids and dogs back up to the ground floor. She wrapped the kids up in blankets in the living room and spent the rest of the night there, not sleeping, only waiting for the morning to come. Once morning rolled around, the first thing Julia did was get in touch with a local priest and visited him telling him about the previous night's incident. The priest 
dismissed Julia's claims as an overactive imagination being stimulated by the fears brought on by spending the night alone with her children. However, after seeing the distress Julia was in, he decided it would be good to visit the house, if anything to give her some peace of mind. The priest spent a short amount of time in the house, but left after explaining to Julia he did feel a presence of something malevolent there and doing a blessing on the property. After this, there were no more events that occurred in the house for a while. Not until Christina became a toddler. Christina had her own room on the ground floor of the house. Once she was able to talk and play by herself, Julia would discover that she would have very one-sided conversations with her toys. She found it odd that when most kids played with their toys, they would enact the whole conversations. Yet when Christina would play, she would speak to her toys and simply pause whilst they responded, almost as if she was playing with someone only Christina could see and hear. Then Julia noticed Christina was having conversations in front of her mirror. At some point when Christina was a toddler, Brian and Heather moved out to live with their other parents, leaving Christina the only child in the house, unless it was the weekend when her half-sister and brother would return back to the house. Christina, being considerably younger, was often teased by the two older siblings. It ended up being a fairly challenging childhood for Christina. Along with the difficult relationship with her siblings, she experienced increasing anxiety in her childhood home, especially in her bedroom, which, she later learned, was the home office of the previous occupant. She felt compelled to sleep with the door open. Closing it would always feel like something was trapped in the room with her. Every night, she would only feel safe sleeping on the side of her bed that was up against the wall. In the middle of the night, she would be kept awake by the sounds of cupboards and doors opening and closing. Although with the door open in her bedroom she had a clear line of sight to the hallway in the kitchen, she would never dare to turn from her spot to look and see what it was that was causing the noises. Her mother made the dog sleep in the hallway outside Christina's bedroom, but this just added another disturbance when they would growl at unseen things throughout the night. These ongoing experiences caused issues with the relationship between Christina and her parents. Her mother, who had experienced some of the things firsthand, understood what Christina was going through. Her father, being a strict atheist, became frustrated with Christina's complaints and his wife for entertaining them. It became common practice for Christina and her mother to talk about the occurrences behind Mike's back. The worst thing Christina remembered about the house was the basement. First signs that something was wrong was the dogs refused to go down there. When Mike would persuade them to go down with him, they would just whine and run up the stairs and out the door the moment they got the chance. Her parents kept Christina's toys in the basement, and they would never indulge her to go down there with her to get them. She would make a dash for it down and up the stairs every time for fear something would manifest itself. There was a furnished bedroom down there that became Brian's room when he returned on the weekends. The times when Christina would spend longer periods of time down there were when she would follow her mother when she did the laundry. She always got the feeling that the basement was the hub of all things malevolent in the house. Along with the feeling of being watched by something threatening, Christina would hear scratching down there. With how the house made her feel, Christina would play outside as often as she could. One day, 
The weather was nice. She was out in the back garden with her mother. She had taken her toys out there and was happily playing by herself. Something in one of the windows caught her eye. She could clearly make out a tall black figure standing there. When she got the attention of her mother to look, the figure was gone. Her mother assured her there was no one in the house, so she must have been seeing things. This gave little comfort to Christina. Like any young girl, Christina would organise sleepovers with her friends. However, something that would happen when she tried to have sleepovers around her house was her friends would always freak out during the night and want to go home. The years passed, and problems arose between Mike and Julia, resulting in a separation and eventually a divorce. Christina was twelve when they moved out of the house, and with great relief. After she moved, the experiences ceased. As she got older, she kept in touch with her half-brother and sister. They overcame their differences, and one day spoke about their own individual experiences in that house. Heather refused to sleep in the basement. When she came to the house at weekends, she would sleep in the front room. She also heard sounds of movement in the kitchen and scratches from the basement. Brian had a great sense of foreboding sleeping in the basement and hated visiting on the weekends. He would try to convince the dogs to go and sleep down there with him, but they wouldn't go near it. He also claimed that at night he would sometimes see what appeared to be eyes staring at him from some place in the dark doorway that led to his room. Once Christina grew into adulthood, she moved out of home and into New York City. There, she met and fell in love with Andrew, a man of similar age to her. They had been dating for about a year before they decided to move in together. They were both very successful in their respective careers. They lived in a 500-square-foot apartment for a couple of years, but when they decided to get married and start a family, they realised they needed to move to a bigger place. They wanted to get out of the city, and so they started looking at properties in the country. They found a house that came with 320 acres of land that was within their budget and in a location that was perfect for them. They contacted the realtor, but to the couple's frustration, the current owner, an elderly lady, wasn't willing to sell the house yet. Apparently, she was under pressure from her family to move closer to them in her old age, but didn't really want to. The realtor said she would be happy to show the couple the land around the home now and the house at a later time. So Christina and Andrew made a trip out there to check it out. When they arrived, it couldn't have been a more idyllic situation. The sun was shining and the birds were singing, making it the perfect country setting. They toured the grounds with the realtor, imagining what they could do one day with the land. It just so happened that the woman who owned the house was out that day, so they were able to see inside it. Everything was perfect. It took some time, but eventually their offer was accepted and the sale went through. Some time passed and they were all set to start moving in. Christina's friend Hannah helped them with the move and she made a trip of it by staying with them for a few days and helping them settle into the new couple's home. Hannah was the first to experience something out of the ordinary in the new place. After spending the first night there, she said she was kept awake all night by the feeling of something watching her. When explaining the scenario to Christina, 
She remembered that the day before she could have sworn that she saw a shadow move in the house, but there was nothing that could have caused it. They eventually got settled into the new property, and everything seemed perfect. One day, Christina was walking towards their living room and past the entrance to the basement. Something caught her eye and forced her to stop and do a double take. She was sure she saw a large black dog with what appeared to be red eyes sitting at the bottom of the stairs. When she looked back, there was nothing there. She went searching for their own dog, but he was sleeping in a different part of the house. With a great deal of trepidation, Christina stepped down to the basement to see if they had a stray dog wander in. She found nothing. Some time passed, and tragedy befell the family. Christina fell pregnant. However, the joy and excitement of impending motherhood was just as quickly replaced by complete and utter sadness when she miscarried. As well as having to go through this, she also experienced a falling out with a friend and some drama caused by a very manipulative member of her husband's family. As previously mentioned, it is not uncommon for entities to feed off bad emotions, so it seemed natural that paranormal activity would once again become a regular thing for Christina. Andrew was to go away for work for a night, leaving Christina alone. By this time, the couple had several pet dogs of varying breeds. Christina felt a sense of comfort from the dogs being in the house whilst Andrew was away. The night rolled in, and Christina was sat alone with the dogs in the living room. It is supposed that animals are more sensitive to paranormal entities than humans, something Christina would profess due to her experiences growing up. It was almost as if her past was returning to haunt Christina that night, as while she was trying to relax in her living room, the dogs became unnerved by something. She couldn't see or hear anything herself, but the dogs were not settling like they normally would. Outside the house, it was far too dark at night to go exploring. Christina decided to just go to bed in the hope that she'll be able to sleep through the night and everything would be fine by the morning. Things started to get better for the family when the second time Christina fell pregnant, it was a success. One time during the pregnancy, two of the couple's dogs needed some dental work done, which resulted in a restless night after the anaesthetic wore off. Christina took the other dog and went to sleep in the guest room in the house, hoping she would get a better night's sleep there. The night turned out to be far from restful for Christina. There was an overwhelming sense of being watched throughout the night. The dog Christina took with her, a Yorkshire Terrier, spent the night growling at a dark corner of the room. This was the same room her friend stayed in when helping them move in. As the couple owned such a large area of land, they decided it would be a great place to hold music festivals. They had one in June that year, and a second one the following September. During the second festival, Christina met one of the locals from the area who had attended both. They chatted about the event and how the couple were settling into the area. He then asked about their dogs and wondered where the large black pit bull was that he saw the previous festival. Christina insisted that they didn't have such a dog, but the man was convinced he saw it around their house that last June. Although concerned to hear this information, Christina was relieved she wasn't the only one to have seen the black dog. Their baby is born. They had a son they named Ethan. When they bring him into the home, he fails to settle down during the night, keeping Christina awake. She would spend every night with him, 
feeding and comforting him to try to get him to sleep. She would take him to the room they had made up for him so as not to disturb her husband as he was still having to get up to go to work. The room was in the top of the house, and there wasn't a door attached to the frame so it was just an open doorway. The first night she went up there with Ethan she felt like there was a presence in the doorway watching her. She remained there with her back to the frame too scared to turn around for fear of what she might see. Eventually the feeling subsided and Ethan became rested allowing her to leave with the child back to the couple's bedroom. This became a nightly routine when Ethan would stir. The feeling of being watched extended to the hallways and the stairs as she made her way up to the top floor. Eventually, she began to see shadows of people in the house. They were abnormally large shadows, as if created by giant ten-feet-tall figures. Trying to rationalise that this was something she was creating, she would move back and forth in the same areas to recreate the motions she thought she was seeing. She never could. They moved the bed from the spare bedroom into the basement so that for one night Andrew could take care of Ethan and Christina could finally get a good night's sleep. For Christina, at first, it felt great to finally have the opportunity to get some sleep. This was soon interrupted by the sound of knocking coming from somewhere in the basement. She lay there terrified as to what may be causing such a noise, as memories of her childhood came flooding back. Something above caught her eye, and she couldn't help herself but to turn and look. There was some kind of green light shifting in shape and size above her with no explanation as to where its source was coming from. She got out of bed and moved quickly to the light switch. When she switched it on, the green light was gone. She made the decision that she would get a much better night's sleep in the trailer they had parked outside the house. Although considerably colder, Christina finally got a peaceful night. From then on, the knocking sound from the basement could frequently be heard in the house. Things came to a head for Christina when Andrew announced he had to leave for work for eight weeks. She didn't think she would be able to cope in the house alone with her son for that length of time. They sought help from their church, and some of the members came over and prayed in the house, but this didn't seem to stop anything. When Andrew left, Christina contacted a shaman who offered to come and rid the house of the unwanted spirits. He arrived and went around the house performing his rituals by himself. When he finished, he and Christina sat down and spoke about what he had discovered. The house was full of shadow people residing in the top floor, who he said were feeding off negative energies. Christina inquired about this, and he said it wasn't her feelings, but her husband's. She just saw the manifestations as a person sensitive to such things. He had gotten rid of the entities, including the black dog, and put up a protective perimeter around the home. After this, activity ceased and peace came back into the house. When Andrew returned, he said the house felt lighter, and couldn't quite believe it when Christina explained how. This story was based on true events, and was written, narrated and produced by me, James Deverell. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast was made possible by the person who agreed to let me tell their story. It was also made possible by you, my listeners. Without you, I wouldn't feel compelled to find these stories, write and narrate them, and share them with you on this platform. I love telling stories, and I truly believe there is a great importance for storytelling in our world. 
It invokes the imagination and opens us up to a greater sense of empathy through shared human experiences. That is the reason I do what I do. And one day, I hope to be able to do it a lot more than I am currently able to. So if you enjoy this podcast, please go ahead and help it to grow by subscribing on the platform you are listening on and leaving a positive review. If you want to support me further, you might want to consider checking out my Patreon account. Patreon contributors donating $5 or more get access to exclusive interviews and a Patreon-only audio feed in which I narrate the original stories I find. Also, go ahead and check me out on Twitter at Daredevil and Instagram at James Deverell. Thank you again for listening.